0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Soul Care Sunday here on the Ray of Light TV Podcast. For those of you who do not know, or if it is your very first time here, Ray of Light TV Podcast is a space that promotes collective healing through transparent conversations and a deep devotion to the best possible versions of yourself. This is a space where we promote education inspiration, and motivation through sharing our deepest testimonies and convictions. This is also a space where faith and everyday life's journey meet. I thank you so very much for being here, and I encourage you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this season of the Ray of Light TV podcast. Hi guys happy January and welcome back to the Ray of Light TV podcast as you all know as the captain of this ship I have deemed January as the month of entrepreneurship and innovation here on the Ray of Light TV podcast not only will I be bringing on a variety of different guests to speak on strategizing for our business in a more holistic um, and profitable way for mind body and soul but we will also be talking about the things, all things self-care for entrepreneurs. And before we start, you know, every Sunday, every week, we start out with our declarations. And if you don't have the book, you can get Joel Osteen's I Declare from Amazon for $14.49 or from thriftedbooks.com for only 3 dollars But as you all know, we're going to start with our declaration. So day two. I declare I will experience God's faithfulness. I will not worry. I will not doubt. I will keep my trust in him, knowing that he will not fail me. I will give birth to every promise God put in my heart, and I will become everything God created me to be. This is my declaration. Every one of us has dreams and goals in our heart. There are promises that we are standing on. Maybe you are believing for a child to turn around or believing to get healthy again, believing to start a business or to be a ministry. Deep down, you know God has spoken to your spirit. He has birthed it on the inside, but so often because it's taking a long time and we've been through disappointments, we get negative and start thinking it will not happen. The reason many people don't see God's promises come to pass is because they become discouraged and give up too soon. But just because you don't see anything happening doesn't mean God is not working. Just because it's taking a long time doesn't mean God ran out of options. Your mind is saying it's over. Your emotions are saying no way. The circumstances look impossible. That doesn't mean God will not do what he said. God is faithful to his word. All of his promises are yes and amen. That means if you will do your part and believe, even though it looks impossible, and not let your mind, your emotions, or other people talk you out of it, then God's promises in due season and at the right time will come to pass. It may not happen the way you expect it or on your timetable, but God is a faithful God and it will happen. He will not let you down. That's what he said in Hebrews 13, I will not in any way fail you or leave you without support. I will not in any way fail you or leave you without support. Therefore, we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? You need to let that sink down on the inside. I will not fail you. God is saying everything will work out. I am in complete control. I know what the medical report says. I know what the financial situation may look like. I see the people who are coming up against you. I know how big your dreams are and hear me clearly. I will not fail you. I will not let you down. I will not let that problem overtake you. I will cause you to be the overcomer. God is saying if we will keep our trust in him, He will always make a way, even though it looks like there is no way. He will give you strength for every battle, wisdom for every decision, peace that surpasses understanding. God will vindicate you for the wrongs that have been done. He will pay you back for unfair situations. He promised he will not only bring your dreams to pass, but he will give you even the secret desires of your heart. Dare to trust him. Come back to that place of peace quit being worried stressed out wondering if it will happen god has you in the righteous palm of his hand he has never once failed you before and the good news is he is not about to start now this is my declaration audrey Thank you so much for being here. I have on um, the awesome host from Good Morning, Gwinnett. We're gonna talk all about that. But, Audrey, thank you for being here with us today. Is there anything in particular that touched you from this declaration, declaration inspired you, or reminded you of a, a positive moment in your life? Right now.
1: <laughs> right now. So, right, so, you know, I gotta tell you, this is the first time, and I've been in media for 18, 19 years. And this is the first time that I've prayed before wow. a segment. This is the first time I've had someone do what you just did. And it was so funny I, in my mind, because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm always on, even yeah. in prayer, yeah. I'm always on. Yeah. And I said to myself, I wonder, did she send a segment to Joel because she's reading his book? Because I watched Joel wow. on Sunday. I love
0: Joel. Yeah. But
1: that, that was me. That was the spirit telling me to, to tell you to send a segment to Joel of your podcast, because you wow. never know what can happen. Yeah. And I may be with you for that reason. I don't know. Um, but what I can tell you is that right now, I feel like right now I'm feeling a little under the weather. And um, as you and I were talking about off camera, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather and I'm having I have a headache. But what's funny is you did all you did the prayer, you said that I feel like the headache just li- like lightened up. But before <laughs> I was I was in a board meeting with the chamber right before we got on here, and I'm like, all this was just hurting. I'm like, so I'm trying not to look crazy on camera and open my mouth and do all these things, but I'm like, oh my god, it's hurting so bad. But as you did the prayer and as you read the declaration, I kind of felt like the pain just lightened up a little bit, which is you know, it could have um, yeah. right in his name, but. Um, right now, like I, you know, you you said some things in the declaration like stop worrying. I used to worry a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and I used to worry because um, I was I was chasing money, right? I was chasing money. I was making myself sick because I was chasing money. I was doing too many things. I was overextended. I was saying yes to too many people when I should have said no. So um, I had to learn to just believe and trust that it's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen Amen. and that's hard for a lot of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that's really hard because we want it to happen like right now we want the, we want we want right we, we want you know the million subscribers right now we want the, the 1200 downloads of this episode right now and i'm telling you that has been that has been a thing that i had to overcome being patient and waiting on the lord yeah i had to um don't question, no not ask why. I've never asked why. Even when I lost my mom last year, uh, January 5th was an anniversary of the one year passing anniversary of her death. Yeah. We all got sick at Christmas time. And she passed that, that, that like she, she lasted nine days and she passed on January 5th. I never, never asked why. Mm-hmm. I didn't say why her. I didn't say why my family. I didn't say that. I was just like, well, Lord, you know, it's your will, you know, so,
0: wow. you know,
1: I love Joel. Like I call that my bedside church, you know, because I'll sit there at eight thirty in the morning on USA, and that's when I watch him. Now, what was funny is he wasn't on this Sunday because I think tune tennis or soccer or something. Was I'm like, wait a minute, where's Joe? Um, but a, a lot of what you said in that passage resonated with me. Thank
0: you. I love what you said about patience. The two words that I think God gave me for this year was persistence and patience. And persistence is like, you know, going hard after your dreams, being consistent, being on fire. But patience is also sitting back and saying, like, God, even though I'm going hard, it's in your hands. Because sometimes I think to myself, like, God, I'm going so hard. Like, I'm doing the reels. I'm figuring out the systems that work, the strategies that work. I'm trying to do it. And I'm still only getting 74 views. And I'm like, God, I know my content is better than I know that my content is better than theirs, so something not (laughs) adding up. And God just reminds me that, you know, patience is active. Faith is active. I'm building my trust in him and saying, like, on God's timetable, everything will turn out perfect. And it's so amazing. There's this preacher that I really, I really like on Instagram. Her name is Apostle, like Catherine Kirk or something. And she was giving her story and God spoke to her the same way he spoke to me. He gave me a specific timetable. I won't share what that timetable was, but she said that God told her in 4.5 years, like it was going to happen. Like what she was de- desired for what happened. And she said she started a church. It was on her heart and it will only be three people there. And then it went to two and then it went to one. And she was like, God, I'm doing your will. Like, I'm out here in the streets, like, bugging for you, God. What's up? And then she said on the 4.5th year, something viral happened, like a miracle or something. And now she has 300,000 members traveling to Dubai, traveling all across the world, like, preaching the gospel. And it really just shows that, like, in God's timing— everything will come to pass like he's a man of his word and like it won't happen on our timing but his timing is amazing yeah
1: it is and it's, it's never our time even when we want it to be yeah and, and it it's so funny you just got to believe you just got to believe and stay focused because that's another thing too like we have a tendency as entrepreneurs especially if you are a multi-passionate entrepreneur mm-hmm. like if you're like me I call my I didn't that's a new word that somebody invented I'm like yes that's me mm-hmm. God gives me so many amazing ideas till it's it, it used to I used to like it then it became a curse and then I was like nope, it's not a curse I just have to figure out how to do it he mm-hmm. gives me these amazing ideas he always makes me the first on every. I'm the first out of the gate, and I'm like, okay, then I'm going hard. By the time I've gone so hard, I'm tired, I don't want to do it anymore. And then people come behind me and blow it out of the water. Wow. That's how I got to do Good Morning with Net. I've been podcasting since 2009. It wasn't even a thing. Right. I was doing it, I did over 200 episodes, interviewing amazing people. And I was like, okay, this is not working, nothing is happening here. And I stopped. I stopped, right? But I love doing it. I was on traditional radio, two shows. One show is called uh, Women in Business Today on one radio station. The other show is called Talk Ex Audrey on another radio station. And then when I left and moved to Georgia, I stopped doing both of them and started podcasting again. And so, but but I was like, okay, this is not working. So I started in 2015. I did a show called Talk Business with Audrey. Started doing that show. I'm like, man, this is not working. Wow! Right after I did that, it just blew up, and I was like, what in the world? But I realized it was me staying consistent and patient. Had I done that from 2009 to today, who knows where I would have been in this space? But it's okay, yeah. and I gave myself some grace. And so you have to give yourself some grace sometimes because you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna jump. You're gonna jump out before you reach that 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 acre that acre of diamonds that's right in your backyard. You're gonna do that sometimes. But when you know that you can get back up and start over again, you're good. So when I started Good Morning Gwinnett, I started in 2018. I had just moved to Georgia in 2013. Didn't really know anybody. Didn't get out and meet anybody because God gave me this idea to launch this TV network. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to launch this TV network. So I launched a TV network called Her2TV, right? Because I had gone to a film festival and I met some people who were filmmakers. and I wasn't a filmmaker, but somebody invited me. So when I get to the, to the, to the event... There was a distributor there, a film distributor, and he was he and his wife, they would distribute. They were telling the filmmakers, we can get your films in all these places, but you won't see a royalty for 15 years. And I was like, did he just say 15? And people were running up there giving him their stuff. I'm like, 15 years? In my mind, I'm thinking that's crazy. And here's why I thought that was crazy. Because I have a suck documentary on, on Amazon that makes me money every year, and it sucks. It it talks about my story. It's not the best quality because, you know, I was working with a young producer. He was trying to get his name out there. I knew I could get my documentary on Amazon because I'm an author. So I knew how to get all that stuff on Amazon. But I make money every year. He's telling them they won't make money for 15 years. And I'm sure they put in way more time, way more effort. Way more money into their project than I did. I think I spent $1,200 for the kid to do my documentary. And it was just me walking around talking about my life and how I got started as an entrepreneur. But it sits on Amazon, and Amazon sends money every year because somebody buys it. It's crazy. Wow. And it's been there since 2008. I think. Wow. Right? So that's how I got started with the TV network. But God always gave me these great ideas. And so I asked God, what you want me to do with this? And he said, do it, and I'm like, well, I'm do it. so, do it. So I, I, because I'm in a circle of women who are entrepreneurs, thinking, well, this is a great platform; they can get their names out there. They were like, so I got to be on TV. I'm like, well, yes, TV. Well, right. so I got to get on camera. Like, yeah, it's camera. Yeah, nobody wants to do it. And All I right. said, I said to God, listen, what you want me to do with this? Because these people do not want to get on TV. He said, find women that want to be on TV. And I was laying in the bed right, and I was like. Okay. So I did a casting call. Wow. I did, it's, a, it's, a, it's a newspaper out of New York called The Backstage. So for anybody that's interested in acting, The Backstage has been around for, for eons. It's been around forever. It's, it's all for the acting and the filmmaking industry, the movie industry. When they're looking for extras, when they're looking for people to, to be in their shows, you can find casting calls in The Backstage. So I ran an ad in Backstage. So I'm looking for women who want to be on TV. 300 women. 300 women responded. And when they responded, we started to interview them. So, okay, you need to send us your bio, your picture, a reel, and all this stuff. They did, some of them did that. 30, well, out of 339 of them did that. They actually did it. Out of that 39, we interviewed 19, were very consistent. And so, for like, let me see, 13, from 13 to 16, 19 women, they were consistently. Putting out content, we would put it on our TV network, which is on Amazon Fire TV and Roku. Mm. So we have over a hundred thousand subscribers on our Roku channel, and they put out content about the things they love: coaching and eating right. And one girl, she was really funny. All she does is go to like Broadway shows, and she does a show in her bed. It's hilarious, and she would just talk about. It. She has a really funny voice, but she was, con- she was the most consistent out of everybody. To the point, we had to say, "Well, we're not taking any more. Con- we're not taking any more content right now." That's the only reason she stopped. But and so I did that. But then I was, I'm was i in Atlanta. I'm in the metro Atlanta area. And it's the film industry. It's a black Hollywood down here. So it's filmmakers everywhere. So I'm thinking for sure it would kick off down here. It would not. It would not kick off because people just could not see what I saw. But that's how God gives me these things. Even when I help other entrepreneurs, they'll tell me what they want to do. And he gave me a picture this big for them. And I used to try to give it all to them but it was too much. They weren't ready for that. And my daughter is a prime example. She would tell me, "Uh uh uh I want to do all that. I want to do all that. Tone it down, but that's what he gives he gives me. He gives me visions of what your business could look like, right? And I said, I didn't know what it was, but now I realize it is a real God-given gift. Like it is a like you people talk to me and they say, "Oh, you want to create this shoe." Mm-hmm. Right? And I'll listen, because that's my that's my first gift. My gift of listening. I'll listen. And by the time they finish, I have a whole plan to the point where it's overwhelming for them because they can't see that big. They can't see like they have the vision for what they want. But when they talk in the sauce, I used to freak out like, well, I'm not saying anything to anybody. So I was chasing money and I got really tired. I felt really sick. And when COVID hit last year, I was just like, you know what? I'm only going to talk to the people who really want to know. Right? They got to come to me and say, Audrey, help me. And they got to be ready for the help. Because people can come to you and say, help me. They're not ready, though. Mm-hmm. I said, they have to come to me and they have to say, hey, that's But in the meantime, my goal is to take my podcast, which I love. I do it four days a week live. Right? I have fun. I do the horoscopes. I play music. I talk about news. I talk about business. I just have a great time. And when I tell you, when I made that choice to, like, drop a lot of stuff off my plate, my life has felt so light okay so what do I do now it was like that kind of like because my schedule is normally really crazy and I was like what do I do now I take care of myself
0: yes so it's,
1: it's so funny I went to the gym I used to have a membership at Crunch before COVID I've lost a hundred and probably 20 pounds I got 45 left to lose um because I have no you know I'm not really into, I don't want to be a size six that's not my goal You know, a solid 12 is great. So I'm okay. I know for some of you, solid 12 is still like that. But I'm okay with 12. You know, I'm okay with 12. So I joined the gym. And so when I joined the gym, um, when I rejoined the gym, the kid said to me, he said, um, he was a young man. Let me stop saying, kid. He's a young man. He said to me, why are you joining? I said, it's the first of the year. That's what we do. He started laughing. I said, it's the first of the year. That's what everybody does. We join the gym. But I, I made a commitment to two things, to this podcast and to my health. Mm. and so um and that's really important like as you start as you move through you're gonna find that you have to remain healthy Mm. because you can get sick by not sleeping like I wouldn't sleep for hours I still struggle sleeping because Mm. my mind is always like this so you have to kind of create those boundaries
0: yeah yeah I think that's so true that happens to me too like when I'm really excited about something like I'll go through a whole night and not sleep and I'm like okay no, no no this is not cool But um, I'm glad that you said um, lightening your plate has made you feel so good because I think like that's the power of being an entrepreneur. If you take all this time to create your own business and do something that you love, but you actually don't love doing it because your schedule is so then it's like, what's even the point? For me, it's the freedom, like I wanna do something I love, create something in the world, like be awesome, but I don't wanna kill myself in the process. And that's why I was like, I have to do a self care, a soul care for entrepreneurs because they don't understand this. So let's get into some questions. So Audrey Bell, we are here to learn from you and we are so excited to have you on. The first question that I have for you is what is your strategy for getting everything done as an entrepreneur? I feel like we often feel like there is so much to get done in a week, a month, a day. How do you personally plan and strategize for success?
1: Well, one of the things you have to do, and I had to learn this the hard way, you have to really set some boundaries. That's the very first thing. Like your time for your business is your time for your business. And when you work from home, and I've been working. From home for 20 23 years now, full time from home, 23 years. And so, but people will impede on my time because I'm home. They feel like, well, she's home, I can just come in there, say stuff. She's home, I can get her to go do things. And I would I would used to try to do all those things. So I set some really strict boundaries, like don't talk to me between this time and this time. I will close the door, I put signs on the door, which means do not come in my office. I'm not talking to you. I don't answer the phone. I know sometimes people are like, oh my God, if it's not an emergency, I don't answer it. If it's if it's important, they'll leave me a message. If they don't leave a message, then it wasn't important. And people say, Well, I called you, and I was like, You didn't leave a message, which means it wasn't important. So that's one thing. The other thing is putting systems in place. You want to make sure you got great systems in place. Like someone asked me, Audrey, in in the podcast world to do a live show is like crazy. Like you're nuts. I, do, I don't do any editing. It's just me, live and free every day. I'm authentic with that. You have to be authentic with what you're trying to do. There's a lot of great podcasts out there. There are a lot of great business owners out there. But you have to be authentic to who you are. That's really important. Because, yes, I could have tried to edit and do it, but it stresses me out. So it's not fun. So if I got to do my show and then I got to take it and I got to download it and it, edit, edit the audio and edit it, it doesn't work for me. You know, I do video, I had to get up and put on makeup and all this, and I'm okay with that, right? And I go and wash it right off when I'm done. So you have to be authentic. It has to be something that you're going to get up and do, whether they pay you or not. And I know that sounds like a cliche, but it's the truth. I've done, I've done, I'm at 641 episodes of my show, right? I only started making money in 2021. Wow. It's just starting to pay off. I got a $43,000 contract, but that only happened in 2021. I was and that and that was that was in June. That was in July of 20. So it was like halfway through 2021. But I got up every day and I did it anyway yeah. because I love doing it. So you gotta you gotta love what you do. Now I know some people are like, oh my god, you're nuts. Maybe, but here's the thing. I get up every day and I do something that I love. I touch my community. It helps me reach out to people. It helps me shine a spotlight on entrepreneurs. You know, it helps me talk about things that matter. And I love it. So I do it. My mom passed away last year on January 5th. I did my podcast. Wow. you passed at 15, 10 o'clock, I was on the air live. Now, it wasn't my, one of my best shows because I was destroyed. But I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. I've been on a horse ranch where the reception was horrible. But I got on and said, hey, I'm on a horse ranch. The reception sucks. So if, if I go in and out... I apologize now. So you got to be authentic. Mm. The other thing too, you got to say no. This is the hardest part. You got to say no to things that don't serve you. You got to say no to things that don't serve your clients. Sometimes you have to say no to money because not all money is good money. That person and the person that pays you the least gives you the most headache. Mm. And I, when you're when you're a starving entrepreneur and you just need to make money, you pretty much say yes to everything. And then you get the client from you know where. And you're like, oh my god! I should have never took this case on. Go with your gut, and if you know you shouldn't take that client on, don't take. Them. Mm-hmm. And you got to stay true to your core values. I would not run a cigarette ad on my show. I don't care how much money they offer me, and I probably mm-hmm. will fall down and just cry if somebody can say, hey, want to give you a million dollars? I got to stick. I got to stick to my core values. I don't believe in cigarettes. Right. I can't promote a cigarette. I don't believe in. Them. You know, so those are the things that I do. And I have, I've had to learn those over the last 25 years. They didn't just have, trust mm-hmm. me, I traced a lot of money. I, I didn't have any core values, you know, and, and i said yes. To, I said yes to a lot of things I probably shouldn't have said yes to. And I took on clients that drove me insane for a little bit of money a month. Wow. I don't, do that. I don't do any of those things anymore.
0: I love that. So when you say have good strategies in place, what do you mean? I mean, good systems. Sorry. What do you mean? Like, a is it like a good morning routine? What are your systems? <laughs>
1: So I do have a good morning routine. So every morning, I get up, I pray, I meditate, and I journal. Mm-hmm. And I look at my calendar. I live by my calendar, and it's on my phone. So I live by my calendar. It's on my phone um, <clears throat> because I need to know what I'm doing. If I don't do that, I'm going to miss something. That's the first thing I do. So that I call that my morning routine. I exercise. you know, And for me, exercise has to be fun, right? I, I join the gym, but I join the gym for the weight machine. Yeah. My exercise is doing the wobble in the morning. The, the cha cha slide. This is my exercise. I love swim. that. <laughs> I wobble in the morning. I do the cha cha slide. I do the cupid shuffle and I do the lecture slide. I do all that's my exercise because for me, trying to do all this stuff with the, it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So you have to come up with a routine that works for you. That doesn't work for me, but wobble gets me going. I'm cool and I love the wobble. That's one of my favorite slime dances. So that's how I start my day. And then for me, <clears throat> when I use my systems, like right now you're using Zoom. So the platform that I use to produce my show is Streamyard, and I put my show on my podcast on Spreaker. Put mm-hmm. them two systems together; they work fine with some, with the help with some equipment. Mm-hmm. That's my system. Then I know that on Monday I'm going to blog about what happened over the weekend in Gwinnett County. Did I go to a fair? Did I go to a festival? What did I do? Then on Tuesdays I'm going to talk business. But, but what I did this year I made everyday business because I'm, my goal is to get a million subscribers to the show like mm-hmm. I met over almost 700 episodes now the goal is to get a million subscribers. So my whole focus is moving that to a million subscribers and a million dollars in a year revenue which mm-hmm. I've never done that before which would be it's a big it's a big challenge but it's it's fun it's mm-hmm. fun like how am I going to make that happen? So the systems that I use is my speaker system to produce and host my podcast, and they have a speaker studio. Then I use StreamYard to put a live video stream that streams to LinkedIn, because I'm, I'm allowed to stream. I'm a LinkedIn uh, streamer. LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Roku live so those are my systems and then I do my calendar of what I have to do each day and I keep a to-do list of things that I need to do and then I cross them off now I used to, I, I gotta tell you I used to have a to-do list that had 90, 29 things on it it was funny that was literally how many things was on the list and I would look at the list and go totally blank and nothing gets done so then I stopped doing that because that wasn't serving me and I would, right. I would only break it down to like 6 or 7 things yeah. and then I would just call them, cross them off as I felt but when I had the full list i would just look at the list because i didn't know where to start and i wouldn't do anything
0: mm. so that's my system wow that's awesome guys i hope y'all got that do something every single day i love that what are your what are some of your strategies that you incorporate for weekly or monthly success i know you talked a little bit about your calendar is that mainly what you use to get it done do you have an assistant like what are some things you use to get it done
1: I don't have an assistant. I used to have someone booking my guests for my shows, but she has a very successful podcast called In the Doll World, Mm. and it's going really, really well. And so I said to her, Listen, much as I love and appreciate you doing this, I need you to go ahead and do that because her show, she's been doing that show for one year. She just hit a one year anniversary, and she already has 7,000 downloads. But she has a huge community around her show. And I said to her, I need you to focus on that because it's going to be great. So right now, um, my strategy is my calendar. Um, I have took a lot of stuff off my plate. I only have three clients. I only work with clients who can really afford to pay me. I used to work with everybody. I have three clients that I work with consistently because they can afford to pay me. Not that I won't work with people, but I find that when people don't make a huge investment into themselves, a lot of times um, they don't do the work. And that's mm. the thing. even though you're paying me, that's a waste of my time and a waste of your money because mm. you're not gonna get it. They mm. make excuses, and I will give you a prime example. I was on a call with my client who was bringing on somebody. She thought she was bringing on a great person, right? She's like, "Oh, I, I met this young lady, and this client pays well, and she's a, she's growing a great business." So, but she wanted me to talk to this other person that she was trying to bring on into her program, and she thought it was a great person. Oh, it's a great person, da, da, da. and then she put me on a freeway with her, and so as soon as the young lady started talking, she started complaining about something that was happening. See, she, she didn't hear that, because all she heard was, she's so much like me. First thing she said, oh, she has dreads. I'm like, really? What, what does that have to do with anything? She has dreads, so they connected on certain things, but when she put on the phone with me, I heard all this other, all these other red flags. I'm like, mm, yeah, ooh, I don't know what you saw, but I saw this, this, and this, and she's like, really? I was like, yeah, and I asked the young lady, why did you say this? And she's like, well, then she had to try to clean it up, but you can't clean it up. If you just said it already. Right. And she said it a couple of times. So I just try to work with clients that I really believe I can help, but also who really believe they want it. Mm. And who don't mind making an investment in, into themselves. You're going to hear that a lot. You hear that a lot from coaches. Don't be afraid to make an investment in yourself. I spent so much money in my, on myself, on my business, because I know what I'm trying to do. Mm. So there are some things I am like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you give me what I want. So I won't pay for that. But if you give me what I want, nine times out of time, I'm gonna pay for it. And I ain't gonna, I am not gonna try to do you down. I'm not gonna ask you for a discount. I'm just gonna pay you so I can get what I need. Wow. And so that's how I that's how I do things. So I am I am gonna hire an assistant this year. I'm, I've been talking to quite a few people and I've, i think I've come up on one that I really like um because she has to be a person that I don't have to micromanage. Right. This is your department, handle it. That's another hard thing to do because I'm, I'm not a micromanager. I need you to take your department and own it, right? And back to me say, oh, gee, this is what I did." You can't. It's hard to find that person. Um, <clears throat> it's hard to it's hard to hire another entrepreneur that's creative. That doesn't work. You think it works, but it doesn't work because here's what happened: If they are creative, they're like us, right? As much as they say they want to help you, at some point they're going to start feeling like, "Well, I could be doing my own thing. Why am I doing this?" You want to hire that person that their job is to write articles for you. That's their job. Right. Their job is not to be producing shows like you because now it's going to be a conflict of interest even though y'all produce something totally different because they're going to get to the point where they say, I could be doing my own show and then they're going to leave you high and dry. You want to write that person all they do is crunch numbers. You don't want to write, you don't want to hire that person to crunch numbers and do a podcast because at some point, it's going to be like, I could be doing my own podcast and your number's going to get no one's going to fall by the wayside. So that's what I would say. And those are, lessons, y'all. those are lessons learned.
0: Yes. What does success look and feel like to you? Freedom. Freedom. It's that simple. Freedom. I have been
1: free for 25 years. And when wow. I say, my daughter and I have been talking about that. And we talked about that recently because she has a, a two-year-old. And when my daughter, I started doing business when my daughter was about five. She's 30 now. And she was about five. And I said to her, we were talking, and I said to her, I never missed a play. Wow. I never missed a field trip. I never missed a career day. I, I didn't miss anything. My mom had mm-hmm. breast cancer twice. Mm-hmm. The one, on the last time she had to go to radiation for 33 straight days, I was there every day except for one. My brother was there that one day. I was there every 32 days I was there. It's freedom. Mm. And so yes, do I want the money? Absolutely because money makes things easier, right? But for me success is being able to get up every day, run my mouth, laugh and play, listen to the horoscopes. That's success for me. It may not and it's not always money for everybody right I'm not, I'm not a materialistic person. I'm not you know I'm not the person I need the big house. I've had that. Mm. I just moved out as a matter of fact. It was like I had a huge house seven bedrooms mm. and then there was nobody in the house. Wow. i said to my husband why are we in this big old house so we don't it's not the material thing i have a cherokee jeep i love jeeps i've been driving jeeps for 25 years and my husband said you want to get a different kind of car and i was like well you know because my brother's just obvious my brother loves luxury things right? yeah so i don't has a bins so i drove the bins and i said to my husband "Ooh, i actually like the way that drives you know, and I said, I think I want one. He mm-hmm. said, My say, you want a luxury car." I was like, "Yeah, I think I want that car. It's a nice car." <clears throat> but it's not about the stuff. It's about it's about the freedom. It's about me and be me being able to c- create like wow. a love. I'm a creator. I invented the first plus size fashion dolls.
0: Wow.
1: I'm working on an NFT right now. So yeah. it's just about me. It's the freedom to do the things that I love. It's it's the freedom to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the I don't apologize to who I am. Some people think I'm mean. I'm not. I'm not mean. I just don't like nonsense. Um, I don't subscribe to gossip. I don't mm-hmm. that stuff because that's that's low energy stuff. It doesn't give you good energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so so success is freedom for me. You know, it's not about the stuff. Cause stuff yes. is tough. like yeah. I wanted a big old house. I had a big old house, and then everybody moved out, and the house was empty. Mm-hmm. And, I said to my husband oh my god it was like we're just here in this big old house you know um, and I, that's not I want to I do want a ranch
0: yeah you know? oh that would
1: be so cool I love that oh, I love that a ranch or a lake house like I love lake houses and cabins yeah. like that would be something that I that, well that is something that I'm aiming for but that's my that's my My definition of success and success is it's relative it depends on who you are
0: you know yeah. That's so refreshing to hear because I feel like in this generation, DNA is like the Instagram, TikTok generation. Everybody is just following what the next person is doing. And success is like the big house, the BBL, the all this stuff. And it's just kind of like, do we really all want the same thing or are y'all just copycats? And something that pushes me is like, What's the first thing you're going to do when you make your first million dollars? And I know what it is. I want to take me and my mom and move us somewhere else. We've been in Cleveland the whole time. We both tired of the snow. My mom is a southern gal. I said my mom deserves to live in the south. That's something something that success looks like for me. Being able to do for my family. Creating generational wealth. Investing in real estate. Creating things that last. Because something that I think is so powerful is so many people spend time chasing money, chasing the thing. When we die, you know gonna be able to take that to your (laughs) grave it's about it's about legacy for me that's what success looks like building legacy and building and sustaining things that will last outside of me and that's why i'm so adamant something about my systems everything i do i write down so when i pass on whoever comes after me will be like okay this is how the business runs this is how it's supposed to be done we can keep the legacy going just like mcdonald's just like everybody else and i feel like a lot of people are just following the same paths writing the ebooks doing the shopify accounts it is like y'all come on we gotta think bigger yeah but something that i did want to ask you is i heard you talking about an nft or something i've been seeing a lot about that what exactly is that
1: so eft is a non-fungible token it's 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 cryptocurrency oh
0: cryptocurrency okay
1: cryptocurrency so what happens is i'm working on one right now i'm super duper excited about this one I, i just finished all my artwork yesterday which is crazy i had a great time but it allows you to just be creative so it's gonna allow because what people don't understand and I think this is when I say I'm always first to the party, I'm always the first to the party. Yes. Now there are people who already come to the party, right? But when they look like you and I, we're kind of like the last ones to get there. And then once we get there, we still don't want to we still don't want <clears throat> to acknowledge that you know what you need to do this. You know, when I started her to, I was the only black woman doing that. Wow. Only black woman. Went to an investors meeting with a bunch of old white men from the south. They had no idea what I was talking about. I went to an advisory meeting with the score guy i wound up coaching him he was supposed to be mentoring me i wound up mentoring him he said to me at the end of the session oh is there anything i can help you with because you know help me a lot so we got to be first to the game there's a lot of information out there right now about nfts um it's letting a lot of artists take their art and make a lot of money and so what you do is you set up an account on one of these platforms you set up a bank a wallet. So I, I, I do a lot of crypto investing. You set up a wallet on Coinbase or OpenC or something like that. You set your wallet up, you connect it to your OpenC account, and then you create something and you sell it. But you sell it with it with the Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency. So you got Bitcoins, I know everybody heard about Bitcoins. Well there's another crypto out there that's kind of powerful and it's climbing the ranks right now. It's called Ethereum. And it's about probably about three, 000, four thousand dollars a share. Bitcoin is about $40,000, dollars 60000 a share. It was once a, a penny. Now yeah, it's like way up
0: yeah, there.
1: Exactly. Um, Ethereum is the next coming up. They got Dogecoin. I got a bunch of that kind of stuff. But what this is allowing you to do is say, you know what? I you know what? I'm going to take a picture of me and I'm going to change it to like different colors and I'm going to put all these different and I'm going to sell it. Wow. And people are buying that stuff. And I was like, I have, sold my dolls, I invented the dolls, but I did a special doll that I've never released. And I was like, I was going to release her last year because the dolls turned 21 years old last year. But I didn't release it. So I did the special doll and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to see what happens. So I'm excited. I'm almost finished. I'm almost ready to go public with my my first NFT.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so that sounds so cool. Like something for me, like that would be so crazy. I don't even know how to do that. But I would totally buy something like that. Like I'm very proud of you and happy for you. You
1: should because what happens is somebody to come and buy it, right? Like yes. my NFT is ninety nine dollars. But somebody to come and buy it and resell it for thousands of dollars.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know, I've been in media, I've been in business for a long time. So I know how to I know how to do some things in media to put the name out there. And if you own one By the time I put the name out there, who knows? I it was ninety nine dollars for me, but it may be three thousand dollars for somebody else who bought it and resold it. It's crazy. So they buy, they buy at the beginning and then they hold it until the stock go up on it and then they resell. Mm. It's
0: like stocks. It
1: really is.
0: It's like stocks. Yeah, yeah. I think that's something I'm gonna get into this year. All right. it's,
1: It's not as hard as you think it is.
0: Yeah. Okay. We're going to do a mid-segment break for you. This is where the fun comes in. This is a segment that I like to do called Rapid Fire Questions. You have five seconds to answer each question. I got about six of them. You got five seconds. So the first thing that comes to mind, you got to be ready to say it. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. What was your favorite meal of 2021?
1: Crab Legs.
0: What was the best movie you watched in
1: 2021? Oh, God. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know if I I watched the movie in 2021.
0: Favorite place to live, dream place to live. Um, I'm here. I'm in
1: Georgia. That's my okay. dream. Okay.
0: If you had one superpower, what would it be? <clears throat> <laughs> what are your thoughts on the right person, wrong time?
1: Ooh. So yeah. So you, if it's the right person, the wrong time, hopefully you can swing back around later. Okay.
0: If you could rob a bank, which one would it be?
1: Wells Fargo
0: <laughs> why Wells Fargo
1: because <laughs> Wells Fargo robbed a lot of folks no I'm just kidding I'm kidding y'all I'm kidding you know Wells Fargo have like the, the you know their logo is like the is like a uh, horse and carriage right so yes. it makes me think about train robbery days so I that's love I
0: like you gotta come back on the podcast you fun <laughs> alright that concludes our rapid fire questions. alright settling back down What do you personally think, Audrey? What do you think self-care for entrepreneurs actually means or looks like?
1: That's relative to, it's really up to that person. But I think um, when you think about, when you look at the real world and think about what's really important, right? And you only get one you. You only get one family. So it's really taking some time to love yourself. And when I say love yourself, like really love yourself. And that's hard for a lot of people. For some people, it, it takes help because they don't know how yeah. to love themselves. Because no one has showed them how to love themselves. And so loving yourself and, and, and taking some time just to breathe. I When I, when I tell you, there are times where I wouldn't sleep. I ate horribly. I felt awful, but I was working. I was grinding. It's cool to grind, but you got to take a minute. Matter of fact, take two. I, I stole that from somebody's song. I love that. Um, Take, take a couple of minutes for yourself. Take a vacation. Anybody who knows me, they know that I'm so horrible when it comes to taking vacations, right? I'm so bad. I took three or four last year. It was crazy. I was in Miami. I was in Tampa. I, I was that. in New Orleans. I went to Jersey. I was And I was like, oh my God, I haven't traveled this much since I was 21 years old, which I hadn't. But I had so much fun to the point where I said, you know what, this year, I'm gonna spend more time doing those things because I used to read a lot of magazines because I love magazines. I stopped reading magazines. Whatever it is you love to do, make some time for that thing because that's healthy. It's unhealthy when you stop doing all the things you love because you're grinding. I get it. There are some people out there who say you should be grinding 24-7. That's their way of doing it. But if you feel like you're suffering because you're grinding 24-7, you're not doing something right. You're doing something by somebody else's plan. I know because I've done that. So do things. design, Design the life that you want for yourself. The life that I want for myself is the one where I can go and travel and not feel like, oh my God, I'm missing something. Somebody, I got to make a call. I need to, I don't, my phone goes off at 11 o'clock, literally. It does not come back on to 7 in the morning. You can't text me, you can't call me because it's off. People lose their mind, like, you turn your phone off. I'm like, yes, I turn my phone off because I don't want, I don't want to hear the Twitter. I don't want to hear the chimes coming in. Everything is just off. My phone, and my phone, my phone will tell me, it's 10 it's 10 o'clock it's getting close to bedtime yeah. it told me that and i'm like okay you know so just making time for yourself and really really knowing that what god has for you is for you and you don't have to follow somebody else's plan now yes. you can model their plan but it needs to be your plan you need to design the life that you want and you don't design your life around the business You design a business around your life.
0: Ooh, that's, oh my gosh, that's everything. And it's such confirmation for me because I am a very, uh, I'm a creative person. I'm a strategic person, but I'm also very free. And things that I don't like, I can't force myself to do. And what I've taken time to learn is that entrepreneurship for everyone does not look the same. Some people love being hands-on in the field with it, working 24-7, what I like to do, what my dream would be to do, is to run and manage things like a like a corporate official. I would rather have employees. I would rather have people running the business. And I'm more at the top, kind of, you know, out of the picture. I don't really like to be bothered. And that's just how I like to do things. Some people like to create systems and or create companies and sell them, and they just like to make money off of it. That's something that I love, so that I can have the freedom to do what I really like to do, which is other stuff, like watch TV and hang out with my family. <laughs> So I feel like you have to learn what entrepreneurship looks like to you and what your goals are. And I think something that I definitely have a leg up on is knowing what I want so young. And so my whole life would just be about creating that and putting those systems in place for what I want, you know. So I think that's
1: your generation, though. Yeah, See, I, came up, I came up in a generation where we, we didn't we didn't sleep. We just drank coffee and we just worked like crazy. My mom my tells thing. me that
0: all the time. Yeah, we
1: didn't sleep. We just all we did was just work, 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 right? And now I'm I'm in your generation, and I'm around a lot of young people. My daughter's young; she's a millennial, and you know she she does things totally different. Yeah, when I and they yeah. did they did a study on all these different groups of people that they put like I'm a Gen Xer. They did all these studies and they are so true. It's crazy. It's it's freaky because it's so true. But I watch how she moves. She was like, I wanna do that. And I'm like, well, but you need to you need a right. website like, on Instagram. I'm like, but what if so I think so for, for a long time it was hard for her to get a website because she's yeah. like, I got Instagram and I said oh, listen, if Mark Zuckerberg decides he wanted to close down Instagram, you have lost it all.
0: He list, lost she it saw all that
1: You saw that when Facebook went down, like a few months ago, it went down and people couldn't get on their Facebook would do anything. She said, oh my God, now I see it. I said, I know a little bit of something about a little bit of something, right? You need to own your real estate, your digital real estate. But what you said was so key. You said, I'm young enough now to create my life. I was 33 when I realized this is what I wanted to do. This is what I was meant to do. I was 33 years old. Nobody told me that. I was super smart my whole life, right? But I got kicked out of college. So they like, well, how do you get kicked out? Because so, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So they sent me to college to be an accountant, which I thought that was, I don't want to be an accountant. I want to do something that's creative. Nobody right. told me I could be an entrepreneur. You live a new day and time. You know this is what you want to do. And right. every resource that you need is out there. Every story that you need to hear is out there. All you got to do is find them like you found me. Hey, what did you do? And they, people, we like to talk. We do podcasts. That's why we talk and they'll be willing to share that with you so you are in the right place at the right time I would just say to you take care of yourself create your legacy plan I was on a call this morning mm. I don't know if you've ever been to Atlanta but if you come to Atlanta you know you know okay so in 85 the Turner Broadcast building is right on 85 so Turner Broadcasting is owned by Ted Turner Ted Turner owns the CW Network TNT CNN News he owns all of that that's his business. that's his business He started CNN because he wanted to watch the Braves play ball wherever he went. He couldn't watch it because it was in Atlanta. So he started his own TV broadcast network, right? Which has now turned into about 10 or 12, Adult Swim. Those are all his companies that turn to broadcasting. But when you drive down 85, all of the logos on the outside of the building facing 85. Mm. So when I moved to Georgia, I'm riding riding down the street. And I was like, oh my God my logo is going to be on the side of a building on the side of a street one day yes, so good will. morning when that is my thing that that's that's the thing that i see being on the side of the building and i don't have to do a million other things for that because that's the right. thing that's the know? thing and I had to, that's the thing like and i was like this is what i want to do i'm cool with that you know people i get offered i get approached a lot about doing joint ventures with people and um that's a lot of work doing joint ventures with I don't want to do that. I want to coach people. I want to help. I don't even necessarily want to coach. I just want to mastermind with them. So I have a I have a group called the Butterfly Squad. Somebody said to me, Why did you call that? That's because as entrepreneurs, you start out as a caterpillar. You start you start out in the womb, then you turn to a caterpillar, then you turn to a butterfly. They are like, oh, okay. I said, Yeah, I said it's not a, it's not like what you think. it's us talking about what you need to get to the next level. It's you and saying, Hey, I fell on my face today and this is why. And you need that support. So I did that. And outside of but the Butterfly Squad, Good Morning Man, my NFT, I'm pretty, like, free. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I really yeah. want to. And, my, and my, my three clients, I don't think I want to do anything else because I like being, I like this part. I yes, did that part yes. for 20-something years. This part I like.
0: I love that. I hear entrepreneurs say that all the time. They're like, I grinded for 11 years. Like, now I'm ready to just relax and, and, and reap the benefits of my hard work. And I think that's everything. And I do just want to specify, I am not a millennial who does not believe in hard work. I promise you, my mama will tell you, I am a working girl, okay? But I also know that when in like 20, actually probably not in 20, in 10 years, I'm not going to be trying to do all that. I'm going to need some different systems so I can travel the world and be going live from Dubai and from all these other places. You,
1: you need <laughs> to meet my daughter. You need to meet my daughter. <laughs>
0: because, because She's a hard worker
1: too, but that's... <laughs> her thing is she loves to travel right that's why i travel so much she loves to travel and it's because of her because otherwise i'm like i'm not going to that like my birthday is next month they 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 already start talking to me like what you doing for your birthday i was like nothing i ain't doing nothing i want to do nothing That's like so my my friend who's my daughter's godmother she goes yes she said she don't want to do nothing she just wanted to go to papa Do's. it was hilarious but my daughter loves to travel and but she's a hard worker too and so she always tells me I'm not like the rest of the millennials i like this is what i like and she's not but she she's different than my generation even though she's not like the rest of the millennials she's very different from my generation and i learn a lot from her you know, and I've learned to not care about what a lot of people, because she don't care what nobody thinks. She's like, I don't care what they think. And I'm like, really? Like, but you might want to, she's like, no, I don't care about that. And she, she's serious when she says that. You know, she's like, I don't care what they think. I don't care what they do. And I'm like, yeah. So me, being politically correct on entrepreneurs like well, yeah, you don't want to put that, out. it's going to damage your reputation. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to damage my I don't care. So we, we go through that, but I've learned, okay, well, I don't care either then. Yeah, I don't care, you know. And it's funny, because my brother my brother was—I uh, talked to him yesterday. He's a football coach, and he—he um, he just recently moved to Georgia. We were born here, but we were raised in Jersey. He mm. just recently moved mm-hmm. last year to Georgia. I was going to gonna ask
0: you—are you from New York? New York and New Jersey sounded like that.
1: <laughs> I was born in Georgia, but I was raised in Jersey. And my brother moved last year, and he went for a coaching job recently. He didn't get it. Now he's been coaching forever. You know, and he didn't get the job. So I finally called him like, Hey, what's up? I haven't talked to you in a couple of days. Like, yeah, I was thinking about you today. He's like, you know, I felt bad. I felt embarrassed. I was like, why so you so because I you know, I want people to think. I said, Who cares what people think? What's it wasn't your time, it wasn't God plan for you. Right. You know, he's like, Yeah, I know I get it. I get it. I was That's like, Yeah, so okay. you supposed what he what he said his wife was when we go to Georgia, we're gonna focus on his son until he get out of high school. Yeah. So had he had he took that job, had he taken that job, he would not have been able to do that because yeah. that's going to take up a lot of his time. And I said to him, that wasn't it wasn't you weren't supposed to get it, so it's okay. Yeah. Don't worry about what people do. They're going to think something when they do stuff
0: right. When they do it, they're going to still have something to say because they're not doing anything. Oh my gosh, that's so key. And if I will say anything God taught me in 2020, it's keep your eyes focused on your own land. God is always telling me, Ray, do not look at them because that's just like what you said earlier. It's what gets you off your focus. God called me to stand flat-footed in podcasting and then the other stuff that he has me doing. But if I'm always trying to look at other people caring what they think, I'll get off of what I'm really supposed to be doing. And so- if that would be my advice, I feel like that would be my advice to any young entrepreneurs, young creatives, young business people, like, keep your eyes on your own lane. What would be your advice to any younger entrepreneurs? Keep your eyes on
1: your own lane. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Find that thing that wakes you up in the morning. Find that thing that, want, that, 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 that keeps you up when you should be sleeping. That right. thing, right? Mm, I, I love that. Is, Learn from people who've done it. Just learn from them. Don't worry about everybody else. It's a lot of noise. It's so much noise out. When I started, the internet was just kicking off. It was nothing. Let me tell you, it was so slow. So you would just, if you go back and listen to Aol, because that's what I had. Just go back and listen to the sound of like trying to, you know, get get online. Right now, it's in my pocket everywhere I go. Find the thing that's gonna keep you up when you should be sleeping. Find the thing that brings you joy. When I get I, I talk to nobody I, It's just me With my microphone It's so much fun <laughs> This is fun And I'm just talking For like an hour By myself Reading news Cracking jokes And when I get up I always smile Because I feel so good yes. So you want to find That thing that's going To make you feel good Now here's what I will say It's not going to be easy It's not It's gonna. It's not going to be easy To shut out all the noise It's not going to be easy When your family and friends Don't support you I'm just going to keep it real It won't be easy Right. But you got to you got to remember this. Don't get mad. Just know that, you know what? They don't understand and move on. Don't hold grudges when they don't support you because they won't. And you're going to hold a grudge. When you hold a when you hold a grudge, you block your blessings. Don't hold a grudge. Forgive. Forgiveness is is important. So remember to forgive. Even when you know they have hurt you, even when you know you've done everything for them. They don't understand your vision. And so they're not going to support you. They don't have a vision for themselves, so they're not going to you.
0: I hear you. That was my last podcast episode. All of that, God is speaking because all of that was in my podcast. <laughs> and
1: just and just like it, just stay just stay focused, right? It don't quit, no matter how hard it get, no matter if you don't see the rewards right now. They're stacking up. There's a book called A Compound Effect, right? Every step you take, you're moving closer to the, to the goal. Just keep stepping had i not stepped from 2009 oh my god who knows where i would have been just over the last three years i've spoken at three major podcast conferences right but just think about what happens if i had stayed from 2009 to now oh my god i can't even imagine what that looks like for me so stay the course invest in yourself forget about it give up the nails my daughter my mom told my daughter right when I was younger like you guys, I partied a lot. I partied four days a week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was a partier. I would get paid on Friday, I would go with my hair done, go get my nails done, go buy me a new outfit. This was every week. Yeah. Right. When I started to become an entrepreneur, I didn't do any of that. My daughter said she used to do what? She used to dress. I I didn't do nothing. I I gave up my nails. I gave up my hair because I had to dream and I had to make it work, which means I couldn't invest in the store. I had to invest in the business. So you got to invest in yourself. But what I will say to you, take calculated investments because sometimes you got a lot of people promising a lot of things Mm -hmm. and you don't know if they can help you talk to them, listen to them, follow them. Watch what they do. Watch what they say. There are some people out there who can help you tremendously, right? But they want you to pay them a ton of money and they're probably worth every penny. But you got to say to yourself, is it going to be worth it for me? Not. I have, a, I have a client, right? She has two business coaches. Well, she, and she's like a friend client. She has two business coaches that she's paid thousands of dollars to. And She comes like, can you help me? This is just recently. This is like a couple of days ago. And I said to her, well, don't you got two, two. business coaches? She has yes, two. Wow. And she said to me, yeah, one, she follows because she likes them spiritually. That doesn't make sense. The other one she followed because she was a celebrity that doesn't make sense so now she's coming to me and saying and i was like i'm not coaching like i'm gonna do this consultation with you but i don't you know you can join the butterfly squad and get in there every sunday with us and chat but i'm gonna do that she has two coaches because she got both done for the wrong reason and so they didn't serve her so you want to make sure that the people that you attach yourself to can actually help you not because of what you see, not because they, they driving, they're they driving a Lambo, you know, a G-Wagon. No, because they can really help you move your vision forward and they right. can talk. So that's really important
0: love that thank you so much Audrey for being here we definitely gotta have you back on the podcast this was awesome I know you're a busy woman and you probably got stuff to do so we don't want to keep you all day (laughs) but thank you Audrey you can find Audrey on all platforms you can go ahead and throw out your socials and everything else
1: Okay, so but good morning, Gwinnett. It's good morning, Gwinnett, on all platforms except for Twitter's GM Gwinnett, the number one. And if you think you want to join a group of women who just want to help you build a legacy, go to the Butterfly Biz. The Butterfly Squad yes. um, You're gonna, you know, it's, it's just me and there talking on Sundays, right? me and there, you talking. We're just lifting each other up. I've been doing this for a long time. You know, yes. and I yes. took. I've had some bumps and some bruises, and I've patched myself back up. So I have a lot to share, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a million people to join that group. I'm just looking for the ones to say, you know what? I just need somebody to listen to because I'm about to lose my mind because I feel alone because nobody understands what I'm talking about. I get it. I've been there. My my whole family is workers. They don't understand the entrepreneurial life, right? It's a different lifestyle. Yes. My husband is a worker. He tried. He did very well. He supports me like one hundred percent. But he goes to work and he goes to work. He gets up nine to five, it's done. I'm never nine to five, yeah. ever. And I, it's okay, I'm okay yeah. with that.
0: Ever. <laughs> I love that. All right, thank you guys so much for joining and we will see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye-bye, Thank you all so much for listening to the Ray of Light TV podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And before I go, I want to leave you with a few tools if you are ever struggling or in need. If you desire to get connected with the Word or the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to share three houses or churches that I watch very faithfully who always come with a revelatory and modernized Word. That is One House LA, led by Pastor Teray and Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts, The Potter House Dallas, led by Bishop T.D. Jakes. And my hometown church, Zion Pentecostal Church of Christ, led by Bishop C. Wayne Brantley. You can find all of these resources on YouTube and social media to meet you at your point of need no matter where you are in the earth. If you are struggling with your mental health, suicide, anxiety, depression, BetterHelp is an online platform that can help you find a counselor that meets your specific needs. Go to www.betterhelp.com for more information. If your family is struggling during this pandemic season and you need a prayer hotline to go to, text 1-888-946-6220 or email zpccprayer at gmail.com. For the National Suicide Hotline or Substance Abuse, dial 1-800-662-662 4357 or 1-800-273-8255 To get in touch with me on all platforms you can find me at Raven Lynn or at the Ray of Light TV podcast on Instagram Facebook TikTok and YouTube On all platforms you can find me at Ray of Light TV podcast Apple Podcast, Spotify and Morning Magic with Raven Lynn Lipford on the same platforms I love you all so very much Thank you